if you had diabetes before getting pregnant or if you had hypertension before getting pregnant or you have any condition that could possibly be harmful to the baby or to you or could possibly make your pregnancy high risk your doctor will want to monitor you more frequently to make sure that you are okay you're handling the pregnancy well baby is doing fine and all that because we don't want to take chances What's up beautiful people, welcome to another exciting episode of Labor Room with your pregnancy partner Dr. O, you already know. And today, we're discussing a very interesting topic, you know, because sometimes we like to mix it up, you know, we give you topics that are, okay, facts, this, 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 and we give topics of controversial questions or common questions that people ask, right? So my job here is to keep you informed so you can make all the right decisions throughout your pregnancy and beyond so today we're discussing the very very important you know when women get pregnant right especially if it's your first time during pregnancy you're wondering hmm, okay when do i need to see a doctor when should i start going for regular checks at the hospital precisely when should i start my prenatal clinics right and you see so many instances of women that they don't start their prenatal clinic until they're like in their third trimester and then you're like oh, wow like you are one of cookie like how on earth are you brave enough to not go for antenatal clinics from first trimester, second trimester, third trimester? Are you not even scared that, oh, maybe something might be happening to the baby? You know, how are you so sure the baby is okay when no one is checking on the baby? For the record, that is very risky. Don't you ever do that. Wait until third trimester to start going for prenatal clinics. No, that is bad. Okay? So, yeah. And then there are also some that are also scared of going too early. Like, oh gosh, I don't want to go too early. I don't want people to laugh at me. I don't want them to say, oh, eh, why are you being so of, you know, getting all worked up about this pregnancy? You're coming too early. You know what? Go back. You know, there, there have been instances where people went so early and then they said their doctor sent them back and told them to come back some weeks later and all that and all that. So, people are scared of going too early because they don't want to get embarrassed and stuff like that. At the same time, people go fashionably or unfashionably late okay so now we're trying to decide when should you actually start attending prenatal clinics when is the best time the moment you know that you are pregnant okay the moment you discover that you're pregnant the moment you miss your periods first of all you need to go to the hospital first of all to confirm that you're pregnant secondly even though you've done a home pregnancy test you need to confirm that the pregnancy is in the right place the pregnancy is in the womb because there's also ectopic pregnancy right so if you are pregnant but the pregnancy is ectopic then you're at risk of a life-threatening condition right but if you're pregnant and pregnancy is in the womb great at least you went to the hospital it's been confirmed that you're pregnant and it's been confirmed that pregnancy is in the womb and not only is the pregnancy in the womb but it's actually viable because sometimes some people get pregnant pregnancy is in the womb but they have something called a blighted ovum where the embryo stops forming at some point during the pregnancy so it never really developed into a fetus right so you need to be sure that your pregnancy is in the right place and it's viable so it's a real baby actually forming and it's going to progress into the full term and then become your baby so the moment you, you realize that you're pregnant go to the hospital confirm pregnancy and all those other things i said however when should you start attending regular prenatal clinics so i'd say somewhere around six to eight weeks most obstetricians will say somewhere around six to eight weeks is a good time to start your prenatal clinics right because then your doctor has to do all the prenatal screening tests like i mentioned in one of my videos earlier so they'll do necessary blood tests to check that you don't have any infections like hiv or syphilis right so that if you do have then they'll start treating you for it then of course they'll start giving you drugs so your prenatal vitamins right to maintain you to give you all the nutrients you need for your pregnancy for you and your baby then they might also give you some drugs and if you are living in regions like africa where malaria is very common 
they start giving you drugs to prevent malaria they also give you um, immunizations or injections to pre prevent tetanus right these are some of the harmful infections that could affect your baby so it's very important that you go for your antenatal clinics because all that needs to be done to ensure that you have a healthy and a smooth pregnancy also don't forget that when women are pregnant they are prone to developing certain conditions like gestational diabetes or gestational hypertension or preeclampsia or other complications that come with pregnancy so you need to go for this regular check so that your doctor can make sure that you are healthy and the baby is healthy right now that you know when you should start going for your prenatal clinics six to eight weeks remember of gestation now the question is now how often do you need to go for this um, prenatal clinics so generally when you are between week 4 to week 28 your doctor only needs to see you monthly so you are going for clinics every month so your doctor is giving you an appointment every four weeks so every four weeks you are seeing the doctor now when you cross from 28 weeks up to 36 weeks your doctor now needs to see you more frequently because your pregnancy has progressed baby is getting bigger so we need to check more because at that stage you are you are prone to more complications in pregnancy so we need to make sure that you are okay and your baby is fine so the doctor now starts seeing you every two weeks so it is bi-weekly right so you just be getting an appointment for every two weeks and every two weeks until you get to 36 weeks then the moment you get to 36 weeks you're further into your pregnancy you're almost there baby is almost due and there is higher risk of complications so your doctor needs to see you every week because you can't come this far for complications to come and spoil everything right so we're not taking any chances so you start getting weekly appointments till you finally put to bed this um, timetable that I said or this care that I said is not cast in iron it's not cast in stone because it also depends it varies from individuals to individuals this one I mentioned is for a generally healthy pregnancy but there are instances where women have certain health conditions or for example if you are much older right your doctor might need to see you more often so for example people that are 35 years or older or 40 years or older because it's a, it's a high risk pregnancy for 40 years or older your doctor wants to see you more frequently to make sure that you're not going through any complications and the baby is okay right so you might not have the regular monthly visits during the first trimester all the way to 28 weeks like everyone else yours might be a bit more frequent so don't be worried don't be scared we just want to make sure that everything is fine and then another thing is if you have any medical conditions like if you had diabetes before getting pregnant or if you had hypertension before getting pregnant or you have any condition that could possibly be harmful to the baby or to you or to could possibly make your pregnancy high risk your doctor wants to you know monitor you more frequently to make sure that you are okay you're handling the pregnancy well baby is doing fine and all that because we don't want to take chances we've had unfortunate incidents where women had a miscarriage at the early stage of the pregnancy or worse still they got all the way to the third trimester and there was interuterine fatal death this is something i'm going to talk about much later right you should definitely look out for that video but i don't want to talk about it right now because it's kind of like a sad topic right a lot of women don't like to talk about but it's a reality it does happen women are walking around thinking they are pregnant but the baby died like two weeks ago one week ago and they only find out when they come to the hospital to do a scan women are at higher risk for this towards the third trimester but you notice that during that third trimester there is weekly visits so the chances of that happening right is very slim if you are going for your regular antenatal visits most times especially in my experience when i discovered that this happened was in women that didn't attend their antenatal clinics regularly so you would find out that they're in their third trimester maybe they came once the next time you see them is in three weeks time or four weeks time right and some of them actually had medical conditions that put them at risk of this right because there are actually some medical conditions that put you at risk of a child trying fetal death right so if you had been coming for your regular 
appointment, it would have been noted that, oh, this baby is in distress, this baby is not doing well, something would have been done about it. If they had to do an emergency delivery, that would have been done, either an emergency CS or, you know, in emergency induction of labor to bring out the baby, right? That would have been done. But when you don't come for your regular antenatal clinics, your doctor doesn't have a chance to assess you or assess your baby and know when there is something wrong. And remember that by not going for your antenatal clinics, you are putting yourself at risk. You are putting yourself at big risk. Let me tell you something that happened to me myself. This wasn't more of like before pregnancy. It was more like after pregnancy. After I had my first child, right? Um, I think the first week after I started developing, no, I had postpartum preeclampsia. I'm going to talk about this in detail in another video, which you should def definitely look out for. So what happened was postpartum preeclampsia, this is when your blood pressure is getting high. So you're having hypertension, right? Plus um, protein urea so you are excreting proteins so normally um, the kidneys are not supposed to excrete protein you're not supposed to have protein in your urine but when protein is found in your urine that's protein urea so I gave birth everything was fine at the hospital everything was good my blood pressure was okay the only time I actually spotted that my blood pressure was going up was when I was in labor because I didn't go for an epidural so I was feeling the pain and you know that when you're feeling pain excruciating pain your blood pressure tends to go up so I was um, connected to monitors and I could see my blood pressure getting as high as 170, 90, 180, 90 and everything, 180, 110. But when the contractions, you know, went down and the pain was relieved, my blood pressure came down. So of course everyone attributed that to, to, to the pain because even afterwards my blood pressure didn't go up. But come a few days later, I was given an appointment to come say in three days or four days. But because where I was staying was far from where the hospital was, and my baby had an appointment in seven days. So basically I had an appointment in three days, my baby had an appointment in seven days. And I'm like, why would I go to the hospital in three days and then go in seven days again? The distance is too long. Why don't I just do two in one? I'll just go for me and my baby in seven days. You will not believe it. By the third day, my BP had gone up. It was on like 180, 110. And I didn't even know, right? Because that's the bad thing about hypertension. Sometimes you have no symptoms, so you don't even know that your BP is high and you're like a walking cop, not even knowing that anything could happen at any second. So it was just my mom that happened to be there and she's like, well, did you check your BP? You need to be checking your BP regularly and all that. She bought her BP monitor because I didn't even have one, right? She's hypertensive and I didn't have one. So she's like, just let's check your BP. Especially because she said when I was, you know, after giving birth, because that was my first pregnancy, I always wanted to carry the baby. Baby would be crying. I won't sleep. I won't let everyone else carry the baby for me. Like, I won't feed the baby myself. The baby was strictly on breast milk and all that, you know. So she's like, you're not getting enough rest. Like, you know how this motherhood or mother's instinct is, right? She's just like, let's check your BP. And then we checked and it was 170, 110. And I laughed. I said, oh, that's obviously an error. This BP machine is not working well. I mean, my, I'm not hypertensive, so we checked it again and it still gave us the same thing 170, 110. And I'm like, okay, you know, when you do something once, twice, and giving the same result, maybe there's nothing wrong with the machine, just maybe your BP might be high because I wasn't feeling anything. So I was like, okay, you know what, maybe mm, I've not really had some sleep. Let me go and sleep and then we'll check it later. So I slept for like four hours. They took the baby away from me. I expressed being like, I'm not touching this baby until you sleep. So I managed to go and hide myself. I slept for a good four or five hours okay now you've had some rest you've woken up let's check your bp again and then they checked my bp this time it was even higher 180 110 my mom was just like you're not going to kill me here you this girl yeah 
let's go to the hospital immediately that was how they bundled me to the hospital that night and they checked it in the hospital and it was equally that high and the hospital people started panicking like look at you young girl slim you don't have all the possible physical risk factors how is your blood pressure this high right and they started panicking and before you know it i was admitted right before you know it they put me on something called magnesium sulfate which is part of the treatment for people that have preeclampsia and all that so they checked my um urine and found out that there was proteins inside so i was a classic case of postpartum preeclampsia so why did i talk about this the only reason why the bp probably got that high was because i didn't attend my appointment if i had attended my appointment it would have been detec detected immediately and i would have been given antihypertensive drugs you know to control the bp but just imagine if my mom did not say check your bp imagine what would have happened to me everybody would have been rejoicing that oh baby's here baby's here baby's here and before you know it something has happened to the mother and you won't even know right so pregnancy is a very delicate phase Pregnancy and postpartum, so the first six weeks after pregnancy. So you don't want to take it for granted, right? So please, please, and please attend your antenatal clinics. It's very important. And also attend your postpartum appointment. It's very important. Learn from my mistake and make sure you don't make the same, right? Sometimes so people make mistakes and they're not lucky enough to get it corrected because they suffer complications that are sometimes irreversible. Luckily, I was lucky, right? And I'm here today and I'm telling you guys the story. So please, please, and please remember I want the best for you because I'm your pregnancy partner and I'm going to be with you throughout this pregnancy journey. Like I always say, every pregnancy journey might be different, but your pregnancy partner, Dr. O, remains the same. See you next week.